0: hi this is two girls on a bench the podcast
1: so we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit we like to snack we like to talk we don't have time to write but we have time to do this podcast we certainly
0: do join us on the bench listen in at number two girls on a bench Welcome to Resting Witch Face, your one-stop haunt for all things spooky, bitchy, and more. I'm Bailey Bennett.
1: I'm Grant Jacoby. This is our podcast.
0: <laughs> this, this is our podcast. And I do you remember when we ever came up with that slogan? I feel like that literally in one of our first episodes, we just went, your one-stop haunt for all things spooky and bitchy and more.
1: I don't I don't know. I don't remember. It's been too long. Whatever. Cuz here we are in perfect. episode 46.
0: I think I think this is 43, 44. 44. Whatever. We're 40 in our mid, we're in our mid 40s and yeah. who's <laughs> counting. Um I had I had a dream experience happen to me at work recently that I Did wanted you? to tell you about that I feel like people on this podcast would appreciate. Yeah, that, it's 44. 44. Uh I won't explain my job because it's boring, but I was, we were creating a video for social media that consisted of a compilation of people being murdered in movies. Mm-hmm. This happened. What? I was tasked with watching as many horror movies on Netflix as I could to oh. find people being
1: killed. Why? Why? <laughs> Okay. First of all, I forgot to tell you, I'm sorry. First of all, why? Second of all, why was I not invited? Third of all, why is that not my job? I
0: know it was. A, it was truly a dream. I was watching some like really truly hor- like there's some really bad horror movies on Netflix. Yeah. Obviously.
1: Which ones did you watch? I'm like there's
0: something called Ravenous. I watched. I mean, I wasn't like watching the movies. Yeah, I was, you're just like, like waiting until they through. get yeah. murdered. I mean, obviously, I so we included the Kristen Bell. Killing Anna Paquin in Scream 4, which nice. is currently streaming on Netflix. Um, I also watched Sharknado, which I never seen. Oh,
1: that is a true mm-hmm. like, chef's kiss. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and The Descent, which I'm too yes. scared to watch because I'm very claustrophobic. And, like, that's the worst, just, well, that's the I worst can't, part of the whole movie. Yeah, I can't watch. It's
1: claustrophobia. That's that's a scary fucking movie. Yeah, I'm, I I'm,
0: I'm good. I'm not going to do that one. Um, but yeah, um, Teeth. Have you ever seen it? Still haven't. Y'all, Teeth is fucking great. Yes, it is about... <laughs> a girl whose vagina eats penises, but it's also mm. like it's a feminist classic. Honestly, like she starts. Spo- sorry for to Grant's mom for the movie spoilers, but <laughs> she like finds out that she has this ability, and then she kind of starts going after guys who are like sexually assaulting her and other people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, for this. no,
1: that's that's awesome. Vagina
0: dentata. Um, <laughs> my firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs>
1: um, you know. Uh, no teeth in my vagina mm-hmm. yet, but um you can get there. Yeah, someday. Yeah, just keep um keep praying.
0: Do you want me to? Yeah,
1: I want you to take. Cool. Well, <laughs> I, I, n- a... I have nothing for once. I have nothing to say.
0: Yeah, thank God. Finally, it's so quiet in <laughs> it's here. It's taken
1: forty-four episodes for Grant to shut the fuck up.
0: I have a. I have an email from a listener. Yay. Um, named Luna, and the. Subject of the email is I was truly scared shitless.
1: Oh no. Uh huh.
0: So they say, Hey, all badass witches. Absolutely love the podcast. I'm doing dog walking and DoorDash, delivering fast food for my summer jobs. And it's so nice to have chill things to listen to when I'm walking or driving. It's so nice that someone thinks we're chill. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm, like,
1: the I most feel like, like I'm just
0: like sweaty and nervous. Yeah, so. I'm like
1: really fucking high strung. Cool,
0: cool. Um, so I have a hay that scared the shit out of me that happened a few weeks ago. My friend was house sitting up in a re- really rural part of the area, and I invited a few friends and I and invited a few friends and I to come up and chill with her for the night. So a couple of drinks and joints in. I'm in California, so weed is legal here. I mean, no judgment. Yeah, who really. cares if it's legal? And the power Smoke fucking
1: that devil's lettuce.
0: Thank you. Um, and the power fucking goes off now. This house is in the middle of nowhere, and we don't even have service. We were only able to use our phones with the Wi-Fi in the house, but obviously that doesn't work with the power out. As an avid, avid My Favorite Murder and Resting Witch Face listener, I've never heard those two things oh. said in the same sentence. I'm honored. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? They're not equal. Don't equate them.
1: Um, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sort of sweating again but because I'm so excited. I can't,
0: I, I can't go on. As an avid My Favorite Murder and Resting Witch Face listener, I am paranoid even when I'm not stoned. I get it. So you can bet my mind started racing with thoughts of our inevitable brutal murders. I was like, holy shit, some man probably decided to take the back road and heard a bunch of girls partying and snuck up here and cut our power so he couldn't call for help and is sneaking up on us right now so he can slaughter us. Oh my God, we are going to be an episode of MFM. Yep. Get it. Um, I mean, what a way to go. Right. (laughs) Can you imagine? Um thankfully one of our friends was sober so we jumped in her car and drove to the nearest gas station probably a good 5 to 10 miles away from the house and from there we got cell service found out that it was an outage in the area and not just our house and waited until the power grid was back up before we went back to the house. For a good moment there though I legitimately believed I was about to die.
1: That's really scary. Like <laughs> I I don't like when the power goes out in no, general. I mean, Fucking, Let alone like, being in like an isolated home, like yeah. I for sure would been would have been like panicking. I
0: mean, I get paranoid about literally the smallest things happening, like yeah. hearing the smallest noise. So, um.
1: I have this um, very vivid memory of the power going out in my house growing up, and I was probably like eleven or twelve, like too old to get scared by this, but because mm-hmm. um, it was like the middle of the day, like probably like early evening, and my brother and I were home alone, and the power went out, and so we were just like chilling, and one of um, our phones was like off the hook. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I guess this is the thing with landlines is that when the power starts coming back on, like you can hear like noises coming from the, the landline phone. Mm-hmm. And so what we heard was like the sound of like what sounded like someone was dialing. Oh no. And I just like had this like vivid like fear that someone was like upstairs, like trying to call out.
0: Oh my god, the panel was coming from like, inside the
1: house. And I made my brother go like sit with me on the back patio. Cause I just was like, I can't be inside the house with this murderer. Wow. And he was probably like you are so annoying and so paranoid.
0: Um, yeah, thank you for that email. I'm really having trouble focusing right now because there's an ice cream truck outside. I don't know if you can hear that.
1: Yeah, can we can that be an early episode oh. complaint? Because that fucking Mr. Softy song is the most annoying thing. And I've while we're sitting
0: here life. melting, recording this podcast, I would fucking die for one of those like Snoopy ice cream bars right now.
1: Ugh especially being fucking lactose intolerant. Mm. I can't even enjoy a Snoopy bar even if it was here.
0: Wow. How would we survive?
1: The other day, or um, my boyfriend and a friend of ours and I, we decided to, or, uh, sorry, they decided that we should walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and it was like 90 degrees out. Oh no. So, and it was like a Sunday, so it was like hot as, I mean, a busy as fuck. And we like got across and like they were like, and, like, there was an ice cream truck and they're like, oh, let's get some soft serve. And I just was like,
0: that must I'll be nice. A, I'll have a water. <laughs> they don't really. They don't offer any lactose free.
1: I mean, this was this wasn't like a Mr. Soft. This yeah. was like a true like soft sir. I, I mean, like again, I can take medicine for it, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just was like, well, I don't feel like this is worth it.
0: No. Well, mm. great. Before we about, should we talk about some bitches? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I can go first. Um, I'm surprised we haven't talked talked about this bitch because she has been. um in the media a lot recently. um, And that is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez.
0: I don't know if I know who this is.
1: She was, um, she's the uh, member of the uh, Democratic Socialists of America party who was just elected to the New York's 14th congressional district.
0: Oh yes. Yes. Back in
1: June.
0: She's like really young, right? Yeah. She's 28. Yes.
1: And she's fucking awesome. And it was this huge upset where she, um, she was the first person to, sorry, I'm like really bad with politics. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure of the, the ins and outs of her election per se, but I know that it was a huge upset and people like were, did not think that she was going to win. And it's actually mm-hmm. like a really um, important win for kind of the more um, progressive and liberal folks out there. Um, right. And just like this is just like a like snippet that's mentioned on her and her political positions um, or to some of them on – which is that she is a self-described democratic socialist. She supports progressive policies such as Medicare for all job guarantee, tuition-free public college, ending the privatization of prisons and enacting gun control policies. So, and like, and she's radical, (laughs) I know like, it's just like some like fucking common sense, but, um, and she just has really amazing, Opinion, like like policies on you know immigration and healthcare as I mentioned plus she's very pro LGBT and she's spoken at Black Lives Matters rallies and she's just like really like a really strong female she's a person of color. Like she just is exactly the kind of person that we need in politics right now. And so her win I think is just like a huge coup. Um and I hope that in it's just like a sign of good things to come, knock on wood, um, in the midterm elections coming up and It's never a bad time to remind you to vote.
0: It's never a bad time. Totally agree. That's very, very awesome. Um, My Badass Bitch This Week is a quick book shout-out slash author shout-out for a book that I finished recently called The Mothers, which came out in 2016. But it was written by a woman named Britt Bennett. No relation. Um, But she is this really amazing writer who is a woman of color who went to Stanford and the University of Michigan and Oxford, because, like, okay. And she she's 28 years old, and her debut novel, which is The Mothers, was a New York Times bestseller, and it's it, it's one of the best books that I've read in a while. Um, but it's basically about this, this young woman living in California who it's a lot about... <laughs> her relationship with her mother who died when she was young. And then she, um, sorry for the spoilers, but she gets pregnant um, at a young age as well. And it's a lot about, you know, mothers and motherhood and what it means to.
1: So the book, the mothers is about yeah. mothers and motherhood.
0: Yeah. But it's also just like a really just like a slice of life. Look at, at her and her relationship with the, the father of her child and, and, her friendships and her relationship with religion and her relationship with her father. And I don't want to give anything away or anything like that, but um, it was, it was a really moving book, really beautifully written and she's just a really impressive and incredible author. So I just wanted to give that as a recommendation for your, your summer reading list. Um, And yeah, that's, that's about it.
1: Cool. I have to check that out. Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel like I need to pick up a new book recently. I read like,
0: I'm really bad at reading books. I feel like I'll um, read for someone who is an English major.
1: <laughs> I feel like every once in a while, like like once a year, I'll read like three books in a row,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I won't read for like another year. Mm-hmm. But
0: get it. All right. Um, is it time? Let's. It's time. Let's just let's go do it. Into I'm ready it. to sit back and let you yeah. do the
1: work. So perfect. Um, while well, I just like fan myself with these Magic the Gathering cards.
0: Please please don't let anyone know that that is in my home. That does not belong to me. <laughs> if it were my choice, it would not be here.
1: Um. So I wanted, for this week, I wanted to do something a little different. No, not really. Still on brand with the podcast, but I wanted to, instead of doing more like, old timey spooky shit I was kind of like what is happening like what's happening today like what's like a scary story that's like happening now
0: Ooh, I have no idea what you're doing
1: so I came across this story and it's a little bit on the shorter side so I've added a bonus story um to tack on to it Great. but um, this is originally I was like okay this is just going to be like a, hey this scare the shit out of me kind of like what you've done what you've mentioned like these like short stories mm-hmm. you've heard but the more and more I like did some like Internet research on this. I was like, this is really fucking bizarre. So I'm going to tell you today about The Watcher.
0: Oh, 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 I think I know what this is. Okay. Okay.
1: So, um, and I got all my information, shockingly not from Wikipedia, what? Um, <laughs> from an article on USA Today, um, another one from The Gothamist, another one from New, um, NewJersey.com. Okay. So come along with me to Westfield, New Jersey. I will. So, um, specifically to this house on a road called the Boulevard in Westfield, which is a six-bedroom, four-bathroom colonial. It was built in 1905 and was remodeled in 2014. The house is described as having several fireplaces, wood floors with decorative inlay, uh, coffered ceilings, leaded ga- glass windows, and a gourmet kitchen in its online, online listing.
0: Are you a realtor?
1: <laughs> no, but I clearly didn't write that sentence. So, um, cool, cool. Um, But it's, it's a really gorgeous, gorgeous house in the kind of like suburban area. Um, in case you're wondering, other amenities include a master suite, two porches, a finished basement, and a security system.
0: Okay, well, I'm moving in. Yeah.
1: So, um, well, the folks that wanted to move in were Derek and Maria brought us mm-hmm. and their three children who are very excited and ready to move into their dream home, which they'd purchased after it had been remodeled in 2014.
0: I know exactly what you're going to tell me about. I yeah. almost did this once. Did
1: you really? Yeah, okay. but I
0: didn't research all of it, so please tell me.
1: Um. So, but since this is a scary story, they never got to fully enjoy the fruits of their labor or their That's purchase. Right?
0: Why, um, Grant? Tell us.
1: Because it was only four days after the Broaddus family bought the house for one point three million dollars. So, okay, not cheap. Cash. Um, they moved in. They started moving in their furniture and began um, upwards of hundred thousand dollars in renovations. Oh my god! Yeah. So they were filtering a lot of money into this house. When they received the first of a number of letters that came from someone claiming to be the home's watcher.
0: Okay. Mm. This story is my truest nightmare.
1: Yeah. So, this is what the first letter, some of the content, what it, it claimed. And I quote The house has been the subject of my family for decades, the watcher exclaims or uh. explains. Um, I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. Oh My god! My grandfather watched it in the 1920s, and my father watched it in the 60s. Now it's my time. No. Mm-mm. So obviously they get this letter and they're like, eh, what? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, And two more letters continued to arrive in the following weeks, which then each one that came in was more explicit and began um, containing threats. Oh my God. One said, do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? No. Once, <laughs> once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Ah! <laughs> um, it continues. Have you found all the secret it, it holds? Will the young bloods play in the basement? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? Oh! I will know as soon as you move in. Then I can plan better.
0: Nope. We're not living there. Yeah,
1: so yeah, literally imagine if you're like, so happy to get this house, can't wait to move our three kids in, and then suddenly this like, getting strange fucking letters referring to your children as young bloods, and wanting to know which bedrooms are theirs.
0: Yep, yeah, that's never going in that basement, literally if you paid me $1.3 million. Um,
1: So the watcher goes on to describe how the uh, the former owners of the house named, who were the Woods... Um, like Woods is their last name, the Woodses. I, um, passed, I, I got it. <laughs> uh, um, passed off the home to the broadest family when the watcher, apparently in quotes, asked them to. What? Um, the
0: previous family knew about him.
1: That's what. That's what he claims. Okay. Um,
0: I hear a lawsuit. <laughs> <don't>,
1: spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't um, know that. Sorry. The third letter that arrived um, contains, like, I think, the most disturbing stuff, which is um, as follows. Have they found out what's in the walls yet?
0: Nope. Again. I am nope. pleased... <laughs> sorry. Nope.
1: I am pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. All of the doors and the windows in the house allow me to track you and watch you as you move. I am in charge of the house. Uh, Why are you here? I will find out.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, wh- what do you mean the doors and the windows allow you to track me? Uh. What is... I think it's
1: implying that he can like, he can get in to the house I whenever mean, yeah. he wants something. Uh, ugh. I the, the, I think the, one of the creepiest things is that have they found out what's in the walls? Oh, uh, clearly. It's like, uh, no, no we, we haven't.
0: We actually ha- you, haven't. Could you elaborate?
1: <laughs> yeah. That and like, who was the bedrooms facing the street? Although so, like,
0: one thing I will say though, is like, To say, like, I know all of your names now. To be like, oh, yeah? Like, what are they? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, bet you don't. (laughs) What's my middle name? What's my social security number? He might know. What's my email password? That's true. Yeah, okay. So, naturally, the family was fucking freaked out. And so not only did the Broadduses not move into the home, they also filed, dun-dun-dun, a lawsuit against yeah. the previous owners, John and Andrea Woods, who allegedly sold the Westfield home despite knowing full well that the house was being creeped on. So they did? They filed a lawsuit. Well, but
0: they did know, or is that... Uh, well, that's what
1: them. these like letters claim. Right. Um, the, More to come on that. Uh, in June of 2015, Westfield Mayor Andrew Skibitsky said during a council meeting, our police have conducted an exhaustive investigation into the threatening letters. Our police went the extra measure to leave no stone unturned. Um, But adding that they did not find anything and that no charges were filed.
0: Okay, so like that makes me feel 0% better.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, they're basically like,
0: sorry. Like, must be a prank. Funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, In July of 2015, Gothamist writer Lauren Evans was contacted by a man named Bill Schaefer, whose family bought the house in 1955 and sold it in 1963. Um, Initially, in in their first form of contact, he recalled nothing but happy memories living the house, so, like, thank you. Perfect. Um, but later followed up with the following. So, this is in quotes. So, heard from a friend who knows someone who lives on that street in New Jersey. The Watcher is a local crazy who lives on the street and harasses everyone. Apparently, he's an adult son of a couple living on the street. Everyone lives there, knows who it is, and no one will speak up because they're afraid he'll genuinely retaliate. The guy's parents defend him and thinks, thinks he's harmless, when in reality he makes life uncomfortable and annoying for everyone in the neighborhood. He is probably hasn't broken any actual laws, so the police will do nothing. Oh my god! Like, well, I'm sure there's some form of stalking in there.
0: I mean, obviously. Wait, I know you know New Jersey better than I do. Like, do you know this na- like where this town or this neighborhood is?
1: Um, it's kind of like northern. I mean, it's like northern-ish Jersey, um, kind of near Staten Island and kind of near Newark. Okay. So like closer to the New York side than like the Philadelphia, but um, okay.
0: I don't know why I needed to know that, but I mean, I I'm, like I'm, I'm pretty sure nights. it's
1: kind of like a more affluent town. I could be wrong if you're mm-hmm. from Westfield, New Jersey. If you are the watcher, please I mean, let us know. There's,
0: the home was 1.3 million dollars. Yeah, so it's I not would fucking Assume cheap. that it's a nice yeah. neighborhood.
1: Um, some people, such as Horace Corbin, who works at the local newspaper, um, which is called the Westfield. Uh, leader believes that the watcher is just merely a hoax concocted by the Broadduses as a way of getting out of their mortgage um he point out I mean yeah well he well he points out that the records show that the couple um in the past 10 years have apparently had 12 mortgages oh. um but that usually are only between um a hundred and seventy five and three hundred thousand dollars okay which I don't really understand how mortgages work but
0: no nope.
1: I think he's basically saying like if they've had these ones in the past, that probably means those are the ones they can afford. So why are they suddenly like purchasing a $1.3 million? Okay,
0: one? got it.
1: Um, and he further noted that the new owners, the, the uh did not go to the police at first. Instead, they went directly to the Union County prosecutor to file charges against the previous owners. Interesting. Whereas I think my first would have been like, beep, boop, boop. Like, hello, <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> Um,
0: I immediately thought of the sheriff from Roswell, and that's the only sheriff in my mind.
1: Not even the sheriff from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, you're right. Uh, blah blah blah. As of October 2017, the house was listed as uh, 1.1 million dollars, so 200 thousand less than the broadest is paid. Wow, what a steal! <laughs> um. So if like they were hoping that this was a way they could like back out of and like get their money back, it's not working because the house is still there. Um. And the their case against the Woods is is still up in the air as well as the Woods is <laughs> whatever. The Woods family have filed several requests for dismissal due to lack of evidence and have also filed a countersuit for defamation. Cool, cool, cool. Which like if it's if they didn't know, like that kind of sucks. We're like, no, we just sold you our house. Like yeah. fuck off. I know. Um, however, after a renter moved into the house in 2017, a fourth letter was received from the watcher. Um, However, the exact contents of the letter were not released. For some, I guess, who knows. But the um, Broadest attorney, Lee Levitt stated, on or about February, February 20th, 2017, plaintiffs received a fourth letter from the watcher. This letter contained specific threats and was more derogatory and sinister than any of the previous letters. Oh, no. But we don't know what it is, and the case is still...
0: So there's no one living in the house?
1: Um, it's being rented. So people, like, renters have been living there, but no one has, like, f- formally taken the house over.
0: Oh, wow. That's, like, I don't know what to think about that because it just sucks for everyone involved unless it's, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't really believe it's the family doing it. That's
1: well, that would be a very elaborate way of getting out of the house, but I also can, like, I can see... Well, what's interesting is basically the research I did was like, it wasn't like they like claim this has happened. Everyone, truly, everyone was like, what the fuck? It was kind of like they claim this happened. Like people were like, um, so yeah. Right. Like that's definitely a thing that might be happening in the town. Like right, that dude might exist. Cool.
0: He seems like a really fun guy.
1: Yeah. So um, Paul that. there really isn't a resolution to that first story, but mm-hmm. um, it just really freaked me out. And I just like had to... Yeah, no. I had to tell it because like it's just so it's so like I think you know obviously we, on this podcast we've talked about ghost stories and we talk about murders but there's something about like it's just like
0: not being safe in your own home and mm-hmm. your family not being safe in your own yeah, home yeah I mean yeah
1: well, who is their reader is it a person? Luna was that their name
0: mm-hmm. I mean they know yeah
1: If when you're in a house and you don't feel safe in that house because <gasps> maybe the watcher moved to California yep um, I
0: can't wait for the bonus now yeah is so it related
1: no. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> because that wasn't, I, I felt like that wasn't a long enough story um, to satisfy you all. Um, you guys are so as, needy. <laughs> to satisfy myself. God damn it. Um, I found this other story, which I really hope isn't a creepypasta. <laughs> but, but but okay, so I found it on BuzzFeed. I
0: found it on creepypasta.com. <laughs> Fuck off.
1: <laughs> I found it on BuzzFeed, UK Lifestyle, and a website called The Spirit Science.
0: Well, those are all credible sources so i think we're fine
1: are you being sarcastic yeah okay
0: i'm just kidding but i'm sure it's i don't even care well
1: whatever who cares take it so you know then i'd like to know your opinion listeners out there like do you think that this story is true um it doesn't have as um acute as a name as the watcher so we're just gonna call it haunted facebook okay so this is the story of nathan and um, specifically what happened to Nathan after his girlfriend, Emily, was killed in a car crash in
0: 2012.
1: Oh, no. Um, Obviously, after her death, he was distraught and naturally thought that he would never hear from her or see her again, as one usually expects when a loved one dies. Uh-huh. However, on September 4th, 2013, Nathan was checking his Facebook and re- received the following message from Emily. Starts with her. Just saying... Hello. Okay. He responds, who is this? It's really weird receiving messages from Emily's account. There's no response. He sends a couple question marks and then says, okay, well, in the future, please send me messages from your own account, even if you want to discuss her page. She responds again with, hello. (sighs) Now, only two people had access to Emily's account, um, which were Nathan, the boyfriend, and Emily's mother, Susan. After confirming um, with her mother that it was not her, Susan, who was sending the messages, Nathan thought perhaps it was one of Emily's friends who had hacked the admin. Um, however, as more messages began coming, coming in, um, it was proven to not be the case because all the messages were sourced from old chats that had been between the two of them before the fatal car accident. What do you mean? So, like the content that was it's coming like from her, messages. yes, but like phrases, but from both ends. Okay, like things he'd sent to her. Um, I didn't copy and paste this one because it actually like it just made me really, really sad. But like he started getting all the messages. So she had she had died. He didn't know that she was dead yet. Oh my and God, he was trying to contact her oh through a Facebook message. He was like, Emily, like, why aren't you answering your phone? I'm really scared. Oh. Like, please call me. Like, I'm, I'm getting really freaked out. And so he starts getting that back. Being like, oh please god. call me. I'm getting really scared. Um, so, But because it was, they were able to figure out that it was just like these old chats as opposed to like original content coming in. Um, he, Nathan was able to convince himself that it was merely just a Facebook bug, which is um, relatively explainable and that a virus could potentially just regurgitate these old messages. Mm-hmm. However, uh-huh. <laughs> then Emily, in quotes, began tagging herself in photos. Oh my god. Specifically, Nathan posted a selfie and Emily tagged herself in the open door frame behind.
0: Him. No. Oh, I literally just got chills. I'm. Uh, okay. Uh, I've been making a lot of weird noise.
1: Yeah.
0: Episode.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's fucking terrifying. Okay. And he continued getting messages, but finally he started getting, he, he finally received her, her first original word oh in the God. content. The message went as follows from Emily. I, I, negative 12, negative 15. My jumper's in the dryer and it's really cold out. Really cold out. Cold, cold. Nathan, please stop. Oh my God. I, cold. And then her first original word in all caps, freezing. <gasps> and then she says, I don't know what's happening.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: care if this is
1: true. <laughs> I, would... <laughs> I know, it's Um, after receiving this message Nathan couldn't sleep due to nightmares where Emily was stuck in an ice cold car frozen blue and gray and and, I'm sorry this in quotes Um, and I'm standing outside in the warmth screaming at her to open the door she doesn't even realize I'm there sometimes her legs are outside with me in this he's referencing the fact that her legs were severed in the car accident after being crushed by the windshield oh my god
0: did she die in the wind like was she actually did she actually freeze to death in the car
1: I, that I don't, I don't. I don't okay. know. Um, after a, a night of drinking, Nathan finally decided to write back to.
0: No, Emily. He, he hadn't responded at all, like, except for like at the beginning. Yeah, you know?
1: basically. Well, a couple of the ones were like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, yeah. stop it. And but then once he realized that it was just like the old things, I mean yeah. he just was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, he became very like reclusive, and and in one of the articles, it talked about how. Um, He was kind of an introvert to begin with Mm -hmm. and like Emily was really his only connection to the outside world. He didn't really have a lot of friends and especially with a lot of this like people started thinking that he was making it up Mm -hmm. or that he was doing it or like he was having a psychotic break. Um, So after a night of drinking he wrote back and tried to engage with her. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm really drunk. I miss you. Whoever's on this account, I don't give a fuck. I keep coming home from work and expecting to see you at the computer. Shouldn't I be used to that by now? And Emily's um, final response over a Facebook message was, "Just let me walk."
0: Oh, my God, that's crazy. Um,
1: that's so, so sad. I know. Oh, it's oh, no. The, the whole thing about this is like truly, truly tragic. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nathan obviously was like, "Fuck this! I've had enough!" And so he memorialized her Facebook page, which I think is something you can do after a loved okay. one has passed away, where I don't think anything can mm-hmm. be um. I'm not entirely sure. Still, she sent one last message, which is from her account. She posted a photo of him from behind a half-closed door. No. And apparently, it was taken when Nathan was alone in the house. No. It was left with the caption in all caps: "Freezing."
0: Nope. No. I like that's like <laughs> I don't I like can't believe that. But I also... yeah. So
1: take it with what you what you will. But I think both these stories can kind of be like: Are the people? Like is it kind of another Amityville like sort of situation? Like, is are it the a pe- Dear David situation? <laughs> yo, but actually, um, like, are the people who are putting this information out are they the ones who are um, involved? Or I this this one like sh- shakes me to my core. Yeah, and I only because I I did have one experience. W- I mean, this is by no means comparable to this, but um after a friend of mine had passed away, I did get a like. Oh my from him like a month or two later on a photo I'd posted kind of in memoriam of his death oh my and God. I, I mean but of course I was like it was like someone It's probably his mother or yeah. like someone like but so like it, like maybe <laughs> there are better ways of interacting with yes. like people like after okay but here about this if and when I die because I'm intending to live forever <laughs> right um I give you permission, Bailey, to shut down all my social media and Absolutely. just like get rid of it.
0: I will do that for you. Just, yeah. But uh, hopefully, yeah. I'm in my very, very old age and yes. you are as well.
1: Well, and social media probably will be non existent by then. It'll Great. just all be like in our minds. Great. Um, but, Great. or at the very least, I'll start sending you some messages just telling you to just let me walk.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Because that's so scary because like her legs were cut I off. fucking hate that. So she wanted to walk.
0: I, I hate that.
1: Ugh. Well. <sighs> That didn't give you nightmares. I don't know what will.
0: I really enjoyed that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I just want to do something a little a little different. Yeah. Little more c- current content. Just a potpourri of yeah. fucking scary shit. Yeah. Is that enough? Yeah. Okay. Great. Um
0: Do you want I'll just, just have a little bit of like, Yeah, You know how I can't say yeah. bitch sesh and bitch sesh. I'm always the one that says it. Um
1: You are the one who always says it. You go first.
0: Okay really quick i just want to complain about adult acne
1: oh okay
0: um i just think that when i was a teenager and i got pimples sucking all the time that i thought that when i became an adult and i had more control over my life and my skincare that i would not have to deal with this anymore and i mean like i don't have it's not that bad but just like you know when you just get you can you just feel a pimple forming like like I had one recently on my chin that I was like I'm growing a second chin like and and you just like you have this huge pimple and you don't really have any way to cover it very well and you just feel like everyone that you're talking to is just like staring at your one pimple mm-hmm. and I just I, it's, I don't really know what to do about it and I think it's just it's probably stress or it's like not mm-hmm. taking care of my skin or like whatever it is but I think I know a lot of people out there relate to the issue of having adult acne and it feels like something that you shouldn't have to deal with when you're not like hitting puberty and Mm -hmm. it just feels like something you should have control over and i feel like no matter what i do sometimes you can just feel informing and you're like i fucking it's gonna take like two weeks for this to go away i i feel like you have much clearer skin than i do and you don't have to deal with this problem but
1: um i yeah i've been i've been lucky in my life that I, that's never really been a huge issue for me I just make up for it by being the sweatiest person alive cool so, yeah you would think those would go hand in hand but yeah it's also know.
0: probably a vicious cycle for women of like why do I have so much acne let me cover it up with a lot of makeup yeah and then the makeup probably makes you break out more but what are you gonna do
1: what well, truly what I'm are not you gonna,
0: gonna do? not put foundation all over my face clearly <laughs> mm. please you, tell,
1: you talk now um, okay, so my complaint this week—it's kind of like a a complaint, but I also like—I feel like there's some good to it, which is the folks that stop you on the street yeah. to talk about anything, anything, yeah. Specifically, usually some sort of petition or some sort of cause that they are fighting for. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, the ones that have st- the reason I feel torn about this because recently the people who have stopped me have been um, either. Uh, supporters of the ACLU or of Planned Parenthood. Two organizations I adore and support. Absolutely. And actually like I, I donate to. So I've kind of been like, Yeah. I got your back. Fuck Trump. Right. Um, but it's just that kind of that sense of panic that you get when you see them like waving at you from like down the block. And they're always very nice. Mm-hmm. But just that like, do I just like keep my headphones in and pretend like I don't see them? Mm-hmm. And like but also like you know that they're they deal with so many rude people.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're just in like in these scenarios like they're fighting the good fight and like at a certain point I'm like I don't really know of different ways you can Yeah. like get people to know more about certain causes and get yeah, them more I mean, socially conscious but
0: Unfortunately, I feel like you want you want people to donate because they care about the cause and they want to donate not because they just like feel awkward in a situation like that. I don't know. I mean like
1: I feel it also be better if they were like in a cluster and they were like
0: you can approach us if you want to yeah, like like, like we're
1: here like like sign up for this like blah 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 versus like there's always like one like two per block mm-hmm. like facing in each direction being mm-hmm. like do you have time to support the whales and you're like uh
0: yeah and you're like and they always make you feel bad cuz they're like do you have 5 minutes for planned parenthood and I'm like yeah I have five I do have 5 minutes why did you have to phrase it like that and it's like I I I totally like it's great that they're out there like fucking fighting for causes that we're not willing to spend our time doing that for and mm-hmm. I'm sure like you have to be proactive you have to be more proactive than just letting people come to you but it does feel like a little bit of like an attack sometimes where you're just like I'm just I'm on my I'm like rushing on my way to work mm-hmm. I'm really sorry like I, I do donate to you and I will but like I just can't I don't feel like talking in the middle of the street right now
1: oh for sure I, and I will say that there was one time I was like coming out of a Trader Joe's and like there was someone from Planned Parenthood and they were like, oh, would you like to um, to donate? And I was like, I actually like, I do. Like, I don't, don't do like a monthly donation, but like, mm-hmm. I, you know, every a couple times a year I will. And like, they were kind of like, oh, well, like, you should, like, we really like need, I actually do not know if it was planned, parent, I don't want to like slander them. Yeah. But like, be, they were like, oh, you should do it more. Like, basically, like, you should yeah. do it more. Like, why don't you have a monthly payment and all stuff? And I was kind of like, dude, like, I already do it. Yeah. Like,
0: I do what's in my means and like,
1: and that's and that's the thing. Also, is especially like somebody's who's unemployed. <laughs> I'm sure many of you can relate that
0: temporarily. You got temporarily
1: this. Uh, um, that it, it's. I don't really. This complaint didn't really have a
0: no. It's an fine. arc
1: or resolution. It's just. It's. I think it's also like it just makes me feel bad.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, like I, I mean, wish yeah. there was more
1: I could do, and yet mm-hmm. it always feels like it's coming at like I'm not seeking it out. I'm not the one who's like. But, but at the same time it's like if they don't seek you out maybe you never will I don't know uh,
0: no it is if it's it seems like it's an annoying thing but then at the same time you're like oh but it also sucks that these organizations don't have proper funding like Seriously. I understand why they're doing this oh totally
1: although fuck those people that are just like passing out pamphlets in the street when they're like mm-hmm. or, or or you know those people in like Times Square and like want a comedy show comedy show want to go see Wanna, do you like laughter mm-hmm. do you like laughing you're like no I, <laughs> no, hate I really laughter. hate it
0: thank you Um, well, here we are. Did we make it?
1: I think we did. Should we? Um,
0: oh, yeah, I guess we have a little
1: so we have a little bit of an announcement. Yeah, it's not as dramatic (laughs) as it's not
0: that bad.
1: We're taking a bit of a summer vacation,
0: yes. Um, we need a little bit of a break. We we were talking about it recently, and we have put out an episode a week now for almost a full year. And obviously, we love it so much. We're not we're, going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're absolutely coming back. We have so much fun doing this. Um, but we're both just – I just started a new job, and I'm moving. And Grant is obviously in the middle of a search for a new job, and we are both going away a couple of weekends in a row. And it's just we've just figured out we're not going to really have time to record in the next like two weeks or so.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's important to us that we are able to create this quality content that you are here for, that you come here for. And that requires, um, believe it or not hours of research and, um,
0: and hours of editing (laughs) Uh, on my part.
1: Yeah. Which I'm internally grateful for. It's great. Um, so yeah, basically just a, a brief summer hiatus. Um, we'll be back in September and
0: yeah, I think we don't necessarily have any, I, I don't want to say an exact date yet cause I'm not sure exactly when we'll be back, but keep, we'll keep you posted on our Instagram. It's yes. definitely not going to be more than a couple or a few weeks. Um, and hopefully you'll be even more excited to hear content from us in September. Yeah. Well,
1: we're going to come back fresh, bright eyed, bushy tailed. It's
0: going to be less hot outside and we'll, we won't complain as much about how much we're sweating. So yes. that's going to be exciting for everyone.
1: Um, but yeah, but, but we'll still be checking our email and our DMS on Instagram and Twitter. So please, um, send us your emails to our at gmail.com and, um, follow us on our WF podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and yeah, take this opportunity. Like send like send us like cool spooky stories, or that happened yes. to you, or that you'd love to hear us research and talk about. Mm-hmm. Or um, send us suggestions for scary movies that Bailey can um, take like watch at work. Watch and, and about like, find murder kills. deaths.
0: Yeah. exactly. Um,
1: and yeah, this is not this is it's not, goodbye. not goodbye. It's, it's
0: just, just see you later. Funny.
1: Like <laughs> um,
0: everyone's like, oh, thank God, some <laughs> peace and quiet. <laughs>
1: Um. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Well. On that eloquent yeah, we'll, note, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we can't wait. We can't. Bye, Bye bitches. bitches.